Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Gorge. It is Lala Kent. With Ran, we are back. We back at it. We are back at it. Lots to talk about today. Very exciting. First of all, a little bit lighter than last week. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) No, last week was great. And we love Nick Ritchie. No, last week was epic. I'm going to say something right now to everybody listening. Podcast tour, podcast tour, podcast tour. Come on the train and all aboard. Do you think it's going to be this echoey? No, I think that you're overthinking things. We're talking about the podcast tour. Okay. Don't break up my thoughts. Action. The podcast tour. Austin, Houston, Dallas, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Clearwater, um, Atlanta, and New Orleans, wherever we are, please come. Please come see Give Them Lala with Ram. I want to tell everybody some exciting things. We haven't even announced this to anybody, but we actually have a game that we're playing on our podcast tour called The Dating Game. How well do you know your mate? Now, there's going to be two couples, a celebrity couple and an audience couple that we pick out of the audience. And then they're going to they're going to ask us questions about you and me. And we have to see if we know each other as well as we think we do to win a prize. Correct. And we're going to ask them questions of an audience, a couple that we don't know at all. And we're going to see if they know each other well enough um, or, or they're full of shit and they can win a prize. And then we want to let people know that on a few of our dates, uh, our, our different uh, cities, we're going to have different celebrity couples. The first couple we do want to announce that's going to be in this particular segment is our friend Hannah from The Bachelor. Yes, Hannah Godwin and her man. Hannah Godwin and her man are going to be on that segment on a bunch of cities. And every week we're going to announce more celebrity guests, action-packed games. Our tour, I just want to make it clear before we go into our podcast. Hold on, I'm going to just keep speaking. I swear I'll shut up because I can see you want to just... Just kick my ass. Can I tell you the number one thing, by the way, we have my assistant. That's right. I have an assistant. Randall is on 100 today. I have an assistant. That is correct because Randall got sick of me hijacking his assistant to do things for me. So we have Jessica. Hi, Jess. Hello. Jessica. Jessica's (laughs) first time on the show. I got to say something. People don't know Jessica, but... Jessica could be one of the happiest assistants. Like Jessica is the Disneyland of assistants. Yes. Like if you're going to have Randall calls her bubbles. Mm -hmm. I say that she's got the bubbly happiest personality. And that is the biggest compliment because I have never seen an assistant ever come around anybody. I know that's because she works for me, not you. (laughs) Lala, Lala, with all due respect. Uh, you could go the other way very quickly. Um, but I just want to say. That was actually one of my first interview questions for her is, do you know how to shake things off? Yes. Yeah, so your first interview question was if I knew what Give Them Lala was. And I was like, yes, of course. Because she did her research and she's No, very, it's not. It's because I knew. knew. You just knew the I, I did my research, but I knew what Give Them Lala. I followed you. On Wait, can, can, I just, oh. can I just say one thing? Because we just skipped right over the podcast. Just re- I mean, that, that's worth. Sorry. I, and, and I want to get back to Jessica. Because I have questions for Jessica. I just want to say something. Back to the tour. I want people to know. Well, I was bringing it back to the tour. I want people to know, very importantly... <laughs> That we've been putting the show format together. I was I, I, I was saying I was going to weigh in on the tour, Rand, and then you sidetracked me, and then I was going to tell Jessica that number the number one thing on people that were like, this is what I may change about the podcast. Randall doesn't let Lala talk. Mm. So let me weigh in for a sec. My most exciting thing that we're going to do on the tour is I'm going to go and sit in the audience and let whoever I'm sitting next to ask me anything in the entire world. On that segment called Ask Lala Anything. Yes. I want people to know something. Anything. Some, anything. No, and I want people to know something. That's what I was just trying to get out a broad statement here. Yes. 
we've been working on the format of the show, you and I, and I've wanted the show to be what you want it to be because it's your fans. You know, I've got a point one percent there. And I want people to know that you and I have really made it what you want it to be, which is a very interactive show with the audience. So even though we're putting on an entertaining, you know, event for the night for everybody, we want people to feel like we're in their living room. And you went out of your way to say to me, as we design all the different fun segments, that you want to be interactive throughout the entire night with the audience. And, and I just want people to know that when you come to the Give Them Lala with Ran tour, Correct. you're going to spend a lot of time with Lala in your face, in the audience, on your lap, talking shit, making you do shots. It's going to be off the charts. Do you think that'll be a detour for people? They're like, we like Lala, but we don't know that we want her in our face that much. Do you I think, think people pe- will dig it? I think people that are coming to see Lala want to be up in Lala's business. Okay. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to, I feel like I don't want to hold anything back. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Lala, when's the last I time? Know. I love that. And I'm the most excited, I think for people to realize just how funny you are. You guys, Lala is one of the funniest people I know. And that's for me saying that it's, it's wild. So you I don't can, think very many people are funny. Jess? No, I do not think very. I think Lala comes in at number one. Randall comes in at number two. And then like other comedians. Hold on. Hold on. Guys. Shh, shh, listen to that. Oh, that's Jessica kissing her boss's ass. Did everybody hear that? <laughs> I did. I did. I did. I don't feel that way. I feel like Jess is all, real. There's been mm-hmm. so many times where I'm like, hey, have you seen my Instagram page? Like. It looks pretty good. And she's like, not really. You need to step your game up. <laughs> I think Jess, I think Jess, that was a big kiss ass move, but there's nothing wrong with that. Cause when I was an assistant, when I was an assistant, I did that shit too. So it's no problem. But I will say that Jessica is, you don't by, think I'm funny. Hold on. I, first of all, I definitely think you're funny. I, I, if I didn't think you were funny, I wouldn't have been hanging out with you this long. You're pretty funny. Okay. I don't think people, I think Jessica's point is valid. I think that people don't realize cause you come across so hard and so, you know, tough and in, you know, you're very in people's faces and you have a very smart tongue and all that. But I think that Jessica's right. People don't see that other side of you. And I hope, well, I mean, I know for sure the way we're doing this tour and all these fun segments and episodes and different things we're doing, people are going to definitely see, I, I agree with Jessica, they are going to see that funny side of you. I'm not going to lie. I really needed the boost of like egoness today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I woke up and I was like, my ego's a little deflated. I don't know why. Oh. Mm. I need someone to re-puff it up. Well, mm. Jessica. So I appreciate you both. <laughs> it's the well, truth, though. Well, yeah. If I had a Jessica every day <laughs> and you just wake up and you just stay you up do. where you are. You do. You have multiple Jessicas. Sean? Sean? Yeah. Am I funny? Top five, top five. Oh, top five. <laughs> top five in the office because there's only five of us here. Sean doesn't even know his ha- name half the time. I want to say that Sean Stone, by the way, which is very exciting. You can go to his Instagram. Very exciting, my assistant. Sean Stone made his debut on Vanderpump Rules this season. So let's give Sean a round of applause. Um, Sean, anyway. So I just the only reason I wanted to start the podcast before we get into the, the good fun stuff is that I do want people to know our tour that I, they, they don't realize how I don't think people realize I didn't realize when you committed to the tour how much work we've had to do rehearsal and ideas and segments and and just really really making because you've said to me I'm not doing this tour unless it's exactly what my fans you know can really soak right i also respect the fact that people are going to like pay money to come in and see something so it's like me just showing up it's like you're not fucking beyonce you can't just show up like you better bring something cool right right but but that's what i think i want people to know that you have been every night with me you'll 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 give me notes and you'll give me his paper and we'll go through the segments and you're like it's not funny or I don't think I think fans will be bored with this. So let's throw it out. And you keep reinventing the show. and We keep pushing because you're saying to me, I'm not signing off on the, 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 the night until I feel that the fans can soak it up and really get something and have fun and laugh and have a fun night and make it interactive. You're not uh, the way the show lineup is right now. People don't realize fans don't realize when they come, if they buy a ticket, you're in the audience. I, I would say. 20 30 minutes i mean i mean you're in there a lot i mean you really put yourself in there a lot and we're gonna have over 10 or 12 fans on stage throughout the night so this is really going to be a really fun interactive 
let it go, let it go and just, just have a blast. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see how it goes. Yeah, I'm super excited too. So again, you guys, Randall and I are going on tour. It is called Give Them Lala with Randall Live. It starts November 30th. We start in Dallas, Texas. Then we hit Austin, Houston. Then we head to New Orleans. That's going to be so fun. All of these are going to be fun. Then December 5th, we're in Fort Lauderdale, then Clearwater, then Orlando, and then our last stop is Hotlanta. I'm so excited. And we've sold out a couple of the VIP meet and greets. I think they're opening up a few more spots. They are, so. because actually I didn't realize how like in demand the VIPs would be. Those sold out so fast. Yeah, those were like... So, so, yeah, we added, we, we added, added some. some more. And I also want people to know, and, and part of our show, and that's why it's so interactive, that's why you went out of your way to make sure that as we do the lineup... You said, you know, I want it to be so interactive. I want people to know, even if you don't get a meet and greet, you will be meeting Lala, whether you like it or not. She will be in your face in that audience. So um, we, we have a whole section called Insta Selfie Time. So that's where Lala is just going to bust through the audience and selfie herself. So there you go. So it's all about selfie Lala. myself with them. <laughs> and, the, and not by herself. Not by herself. Yeah. With the with audience. Them. Yeah. Right. So if you want to come play with us again, Bye give them Lala with Rand. All you have to do is go to givethemlive.com. All right. So big news in the Vanderpump Rules world, uh, as you know, Jessica. Uh, Hold up. Are we just going to jump right into Vanderpump Rules world when you literally just had a movie come out called <gasps> Midnight in the Switchgrass? Don't know if anyone's heard of it. Nice. That's what's up. Great, great, great night. I, you know what? We had the premiere last week. It was really special. You know what? Yeah, I feel like it's talking about me is just odd because I talk so much and I want your fans to hear you. But, thank but they you. like you. That's why it's called Give Them Lala with Rand. And that's no, just it's supposed called give, that's bullshit. It's called Give Them Lala with Rand because I'm just here. No, that's what makes the name funny because it's like Give Them Lala with Randall. But really, it's like it's is, the two of is us. Is that a compliment? No, it's so I'm telling you how it's said because it's supposed to be funny, but oh. it, the podcast is about you and me, babe. Okay. So I did have a premiere. It was fantastic. Very proud. Everybody came out. Um, and I will just say it was a really neat experience because I've, I've had a lot of premieres in my career uh, as a producer, never right. one as a director. And the one thing I take away from the premiere that will never happen again is I will never sit in the movie theater of a movie I direct. That was intense, depressing, and overwhelming. And only just because it's like, I really put my soul into that film. And as a director, that's what you do much different than a producer. I'm not saying you were actually don't. really funny, like at the premiere, because we're sitting there yeah. and literally it would have been like five minutes. The film was five minutes in and Randall was like, it's not very good. Do you think it's good? It sucks, right? <laughs> it does it. I'm like, it, like the credits are still popping up. What the fuck are you talking about? You know, and I can't it was do great. That and I was like very impressed with everyone's performances. And I think that everyone committed to their character. Like Emil is obviously insanely talented. Caitlin Carmichael was committed to her role. I mean, uh, Lucas Hawes, you can't go wrong. Megan Fox, who, you know, she she's just badass. I mean, MGK brought his own grill to like put in for his character. Like he was in charge of like his hairdo. Like he committed to the role. Listen, everybody on the movie, everybody on the movie is an incredible actor. I'm very grateful. Um, as a first-time director, I had a great cast. I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I wouldn't change anything. And I'm just proud of what everybody did on the film. And now I'm editing my second movie I directed um, with Robert De Niro and John Malkovich and Jack Houston, Will Fitzgerald. And I learned a lot from the first one. And, and I'm even more excited now to, to continue the journey. So... Thank you for being there, and thank well, you for supporting me. We are very proud of you, baby. Okay. For real. And by the way, we were number two <gasps> on rent, all-time rentals on iTunes and number two in, in uh, all-time sales. I mean, uh, sales for iTunes this weekend. So that is like, for an independent, lower-budgeted film, that's a big deal to break in the top Are two. you allowed to tell us what the budget was to make that film? It was low budget. Okay. It was a lower budget. I, I don't think the studio wants me to say exactly, but, but it was, it was a, considered a low budget film. Yeah, and, it was a, a and in the iTunes budget. with iTunes, I mean, you were going up against real like studio films that we, had massive budgets. Yeah, and we got num we're we're ranked right now as we speak number two, I think, and three, and and we're up against movies that had thirty seven hundred screen wide releases. So like, you yeah, want to know what's market. also amazing wow. is that my movie also came out. <laughs> 
and out your of movie death. Was, your movie was in the top five. Out of death with Bruce five. Willis and Jamie King, and it was amazing because Randall's movie we were like neck and neck, and yeah. then he like obviously passed. We right, but you guys were there, and then we were behind you, then we passed. But I mean, we were side by side for like you know part of a, part of a day. And the, the great thing about that is the director of that movie is my childhood best friend, who we started making uh, videos together. We were like twelve years old. Oh, yeah. So, went so to film Rand's school best together. friend, Mike Burns, directed yeah. Out of Death. It was his first film. Yeah. Thank God I was working with him because, you know, and it was his first, but we know each other like that. And I won't even lie, I was five months pregnant and I was an emotional what? fucking diva. Because <laughs> no, the hormones. The hormones. <laughs> the hormones were like massive. And normally, like, I show up on set and they're like, roll in the mud. And I'm like, let's fucking do it. Put me in the mud. Oh, like, no. do whatever. Five months pregnant, I was like, fuck you, I'm not rolling in the mud. <laughs> but then I'd do it anyway. But of course, I just like, I couldn't control my emotions. No, you would, you would call me and you'd be like, bawling one second, you know, upset. And then that's when he'd be like, I'm having the best day yeah. ever. <laughs> I and what's keep crazy up. is literally the second we wrapped, I'm not even kidding you, Jess, mm-hmm. like a week later, I got huge. Like, I can't believe, like, my stomach, you couldn't really tell I was pregnant. And then the second we wrapped, it was like, Oh hello, Ocean is like deciding to like <laughs> say what's up. No, you couldn't tell at all. And I so wait, your directorial debut and your childhood best friend it came out at the same time? His came out a week before him and Lala's movie came out a week before. Mine came out this weekend, but they were in the top five at the time that we started. But it was started. both your yeah. directorial both, debuts. Yeah, that's so were. amazing. Do you know I, what the chances of that are? I yeah. mean, that's like insane. It was pretty cool. And I saw them both, and I obviously loved Midnight in the Switchgrass. And out of death, I watched that yesterday with my boyfriend, Kyle. And Kyle! Was, oh, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> and I was actually... My mouth dropped open at Lala's acting, and I'm not kidding. It was incredible. So nice. And I know I'm kissing her ass again, I guess. <laughs> hold on, hold on, guys. Shh. Wait, one second, one second. Just let me hear this. Hold on. Can everybody hear that? No. That's kissing ass again. No, it was amazing. It no, was amazing. I, I'm going to say something. I just, no. I, I, you, you just left that moment for me to say, but I'm going to say something, and I really mean this. And, and you know I've said it to you many times. People do not realize unless they've seen Lala's work. She is a really, really good actor. Amazing. And and, and people you. and if you watch her in Access Sally uh, with Meta Williams and Al Pacino and um, uh, Swenton, if you watch this movie in Access Sally, she has a scene opposite Al Pacino. And I remember I was in town that day because I was producing. I was visiting. And she goes up against him and has this moment with the judge where she like basically talks shit and puts him in his place. And he turned to her on the set and was like, you're a really good actor. And I was like, oh, oh shit. Al Pacino just. And by the way, we all watch this moment because you don't know how somebody, when they go up against Al Pacino, is going to be. And she really is a very good actor. And I can mm-hmm. talk a lot of shit and have fun with her. But as an actor, you're, you're the real deal. And I'm, I'm really excited to see what you do in the future. Thank you for saying that. This is Kiss Lala's ass. Suddenly my nausea has gone away. I don't know what. I feel great now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We had to keep it light this week's podcast. Um, Anyway, so uh, having said that, thank you. It was a great night. It was very special. And it was a big moment. My mother was in town. Your mother was in town. It was was great. And we had a great night. And celebrated and and that was right as everything was shutting down kind of like well we were having to mask up again here in los angeles so i'm glad we were able to pull that off we're going to take a break real quick and we come back hopefully you'll spill some tea with us about vanderpump rules we call it vander talk and that's a segment on our tour i have been very transparent with you guys about my hair struggles between the pregnancy hormones and bleaching it all the time I have been having some serious hair issues. And now with baby number two on the way, I'm already being proactive about my hair thanks to Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. And I am definitely one of those people. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, which are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. You can take the Nutrafol hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Because I know we are all different and we're on different hair journeys. 
Nutrafol makes building a hair growth routine super easy. Purchase online, no prescription required. You get free shipping and automatic deliveries so that you never miss a day. And you'll see results in three to six months. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering Give Them Lala listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code LALA. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LALA. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LALA. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press-On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique underlash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impressed Mannies have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold. And that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress No Glue Press on Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now. So get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala. And use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash LALA and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off. We're back. So, <laughs> I, I wanted to tell everybody that you, right after having Ocean... Like you, you, I want to set the stage for Lala's life. Lala had been home, pregnant, right after that movie, pregnant, waiting to have Ocean. You had Ocean. And then you were like nestled up the Randall world. Randall and I conceived Ocean during him directing Midnight in the Switchgrass. That is correct. In Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico. So we, so we, so the, everything was great. Lala was chilling. She was just, you know, nesting, getting ready to have her baby and. You know, Vanderpump Rules hadn't been picked up yet to come back. And she was, like, living her best life. And then she has the baby. And that same, like, within weeks before having the baby, they said, by the way, Lala, you're coming back in Vanderpump Rules. And you're coming back, like, literally four weeks. No, it was crazy how that happened. Because I had, like, crazy. had a year off, basically. I We decide to have a baby. And then all of a sudden, like, I get all these phone calls and it's like the show's been picked up we need to pick up cameras next week i was like i'm having ocean next week they were like we got to catch you before you give birth so it makes sense got to see you with the belly then i get another phone call it's like by the way we are the book is coming out oh yeah oh by the way we're relaunching give them lala beauty also the baby line also we're doing skin and i literally was like meltdown what the fuck? <laughs> I haven't had to be a person in over a year. And, and especially coming out of the pandemic, people, you know, obviously got used to having to be inside and, and, and life slow down and be in the moment. And I just want to say like what, what for me was crazy for you, you know, you're a first time mother and you had to figure it out, not only raising your child, but balancing work, which you struggle with a lot. You got very upset many times emotionally, you know, which make, which I understood because you would have to leave ocean for four hours film come you know and then ocean would be off to the side and you didn't you just wanted to be at home with her and so that that was three four you know long time of filming whatever four four months of filming now that it's finished mm-hmm. now that she's four months four and a half months whatever now that it's over the season's over and you've had a, a week or two to kind of reflect right i'm curious to know like how do you feel about this season you know obviously they're not going to let you say in detail right but how do you like did you feel it was different the same especially having two years off with the pandemic 
just how was it to go back to work and what and what was different or what was new and exciting or not? I mean, obviously, the hardest part was to go back without a lot of my friends, you know? Yeah. That was the most intense part. And from that standpoint of, like, my friends won't be there anymore, then there was the other viewpoint of, like, when we're filming this show, like, what is it going to look like? And and you had to you have ocean with you. I mean, you're breastfeeding all day. So well, that, like, what's- was, that was hard for me, Rand, and here's why. Most people, so in the state of California, whether you're filming a reality TV show, a movie, or a a sitcom, whatever it may be, all of the laws still come into play. So even though we're filming a reality show and Ocean is my real life baby, (laughs) she can only be on camera for 20 minutes. And there has to be a teacher and a nurse on quote unquote set meaning at my home like or wherever chi- like I child, go. Like a child safety. Correct. Like they safety. treat them like they're actors. Yeah. Just, you know, to, and, and I believe that's only in California. So, you know, I have to go and film and, you know, make this show with my cast members and my friends. And if they don't have a teacher on set or a nurse, Ocean can't come with me. So leaving her behind so much was brutal. Yeah. It was heart-wrenching and like there were many days where I'd come home and I would feel like I'll be honest I felt like a really shitty mom I'd be like what am I doing like I need to be with my baby all the time and even though she may not remember like I'm going to remember right and I was worried that I would miss out on all of these firsts and luckily the other day (laughs) (laughs) she rolled for the first time and (laughs) I was talking to the person, her name's Liz, who watches Ocean when I have to go and work. And she was like, she rolled. I've been working with her on that. And she, but she never did it. And I was like, oh, Ocean listened to me when I told her, like, don't do anything cool while I'm gone. <laughs> Please do it all just for me. But that was like the, the hardest part is leaving her behind. But I'm, I'm praying to God that when she gets older, she'll, she'll look at me and think like, my mom went out and worked and she like busted her ass and hopefully I give and her a, and, a work ethic. But I always said that to you, I mean, because you have tears in your eyes now and you had a many days, you know, when we were, you know, when you would go away for two, three hours to film or whatever, you know, whatever amount of time, you were lucky you had the baby with you. She had her with you or within feet of you for most of it. Yes. But I know there were days that you were really stressed or just couldn't, it was just the environment didn't provide. But I will say, and I feel, at least my opinion, is that she will look back and she'll get to see her mom as an independent woman who's making a living and a career woman, you know? And I think that that's something as a role model for our daughter. So I, I think that it was hard for you and cl- clearly hard for anybody, any mother. But at the same time, I think that, you know, it's not like you, you know, there are, there are women that have to go off to war and there are women that have to go off to jobs for three months at a time, right? you know, where they, you know, so I, I'm saying like, I think you're, it was hard for you and it makes sense, but I also think she, you're going to be grateful that she's going to grow up and look at her mom and be like, my mom's a badass mm-hmm. and is, is a career woman and makes a, a really good living working her ass off. And I think that's a role model, you know, thing that she's going to look up to. I just have a different outlook on on mothers who are like doing the damn thing. Whether you like are a stay at home mom, no matter what it is that you're out doing, like I look at moms very differently yeah. now because I am one, and I know that it's a struggle. And mom shaming is real, and people like yeah. to like say what like they like to have the narrative as like, oh, you're going out and doing this, you must not care, or oh, you're a stay at home mom. Your child's, you know, there but, are those women out here who just fucking sling right. judgments at you. I agree. But you know what? At the end of the day, like you're building a, a really, really healthy nest egg. And, you know, the thing that people don't realize with you is that, yes, I pay all the bills. Uh, <laughs> but, but but if but, he didn't, no, I know they would still get no, paid no, by me. I, no, no, but I no, but it's not even that I'm joking. But what I'm saying is like. You know, people don't realize like when you want a new crib, right. like you don't call me on. I, I've never, I've never gotten a phone call where you go, "Hey, I want a new crib rent." You just order the shit. You know, if it's you so if funny people though, don't realize, like, people don't realize, and it, I don't like, know of any pro- couple that like moves in and like they have a husband, or 
I don't personally know where I feel like people are like, oh, well, Rand pays for everything. It's like, yeah, he provides us with the home and like he pays the light bill or, you know, this, that and the other. All the cars. All the cars. (laughs) But let's just say I told someone like we split all of that. They'd be like, why doesn't Randall take care of that? Mm -hmm. I don't understand. I I, I don't get it. Like there's there's it's it's a lose lose. Right. You can't win no matter what. But 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 here. But here's what, what I say. I, of course, I, I provide, you know, I mean, that's, I feel like it's, I'm in a position and I, and I, and I provide for a family, but like, for instance, if you go, people don't realize if you want a purse and, and a purse is a luxury add on item, right? It's, it's something that you, you just order it. Like you don't call me ever. You don't say, Ran, I really want a purse over at this store. You just order stuff. You just, I mean, and by the way, with the baby, I see boxes and boxes coming every week. Of clothes for our child, and I tried the other day. Forget the clothes. Let's talk about the diapers. Now that's the real expense. (laughs) I'm like another box. (laughs) What? But but here, but here's here's the funny thing. We were at the store the other day in the mall, and I was trying to. I said I want to buy Ocean some new clothes, and you're like, Ran, we have more than enough clothes, and we're ever going to need. I'm like, who bought the clothes? She's like, I did. And I'm like, see, so there are tons of things that people don't realize. Like, Lolly, when you want to buy something, you just buy it. You don't, you know, that's not even a thing. And you pay for it, and it's from the money that you make. So I just, I want to always take my hat off because I don't think people do that enough for you. Because, you know, it's like, yeah, I, I, I do what I do. But at the same time, you make a very successful living, and you contribute a lot. To well, I kind of shot myself in the foot when we first met because I was like, "Yeah, PJs for PJ," you know. <laughs> like it was like I just I did all of these things because people were calling me that. So I was like, mm-hmm. "Well, I'm just going to feed into this shit." So that I kind of you kind I of made set it yourself very up. easy. But now people, and I don't want to discredit the people because I think more people than not sit here and definitely show me a lot of love and respect. But for those who don't, it's just like, it's much easier to be like, oh, Lala has all this because she's a gold digger rather than like, (laughs) oh, the bitch worked hard. You know, it's much easier to, it it makes you feel better when you're like, she has that because someone else gave it to her. Right. What What I think people don't realize is you make a very good living. I work very hard too. And at the end of the day, you know, I think people don't sometimes just don't want to give you the credit. And the thing is you work from the morning, from the minute you wake up in the morning to the minute you go to sleep, you're always on the phone. You're always you know, promoting and doing your different stuff and building new brands. And, and, and you could have, you could go the other way. You could have just, you know, sat down and been like, you know what? I take my hat off and I'm done. I'm, I'm going to sit and be a mom. Well, that pandemic really made me think, do I want to keep trying to make shit happen? Because this cushy lifestyle is kind of, I kind of like it. <laughs> but I think I knew because it wasn't forever. Yeah. You know, you were, you were really, you, this- I think you would have been okay for another few months at the house. I'm okay. Okay, I won't even lie. Like, I loved going to your... Help me. Movie premiere? The movie premiere. Thank you. I loved going to it, but when I got home, I was like, you know, I actually thoroughly enjoy not doing anything. You know, there are times where I'll sit there and be like, you need to go out and, like, experience things. And then I go out and experience things, and I'm like, I'd rather experience the inside of my eyelids, to be honest. (laughs) You know? like Yeah, I think... That sounds fun. I... I think that's, I think, you know, you're a homebody and there's nothing wrong with that. I think that you enjoy being at home, relaxing, watching TV. But, you know, but the other thing that people don't realize is when you're somebody like you who always has to go and make appearances and do things and go to events and always kind of be around people a lot, then I think you go the other way. You know, so it's like you'll do the things you do because you love being around your fans or being at events that you that you're promoting your businesses and stuff. You enjoy that, but I think then you get a little burnt out where you need to like retreat and have quiet. Right. Mm -hmm. So back back to my most favorite part of filming this season. Honestly, everything. Like. Oh really? Yeah, I was digging it all. I I think I had a new respect for the show. Right. Because we went through so much. Yes. And so you had appreciation, like much more than you ever because. You know, for two years, you guys, we were all... When I got the Mm -hmm. phone call that it was like, we've been picked up and we're starting on May 4th, I was like, I feel so blessed right now. I feel so lucky. Like, how did this happen? And you guys are in season nine. Like, people don't realize. Like, I always tell people, I'm like, to have nine seasons of a reality show is unheard of. It's It really means... 
that your group of friends, the Vanderpump Rules group, that you guys are really special in the sense that like people are really entertained by you guys and you guys, you know, have a lot of fun together. And I don't think people realize, at least from now I've been on the front lines a little bit more. Obviously, this season I filmed probably right. more than. It's funny because Randall says that when he is filming with us, he'll forget and he'll look around at everything that's happening and he's like, holy shit, I forgot. I felt like I was watching the show because the shit that goes on, I'm like, I, I'm you know not used to any of this and I'm sitting there and I sometimes just check out and I'm like watching all the, the shit happen. Well, it's and so I'm like, crazy that people think it's not real and, it, but that's, and that's the thing mm-hmm. is it is, it is real. real. It's just we're that fucked up and resilient. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, 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 from an outsider looking in, was I was you, you were on the show too, Jessica. Jessica was on the show. Even just being in the presence, I would forget the cameras were there just because it was like, it's truly just you guys are living life yeah. and the cameras kind of pop in and you're just doing your thing. And right. that's how I was shocked. I'm like, oh no, this is like... There's not a scripted bone in this entire. No, no, no. It's it, and that's the one thing that took me. I think because uh, this is my second time appearing. Uh, it's hard for me to say that, but um, but uh, <laughs> but but I, but I do get caught up the same way you do because like when you're not used to it, like they're in it, they're mm-hmm. in it, they're all in in the moments. It's just their regular life. But you know, you're sitting there, and sometimes you're you know you're in it, but then sometimes you're just sitting there watching what's going on, and you're like, oh my god, like mm-hmm. they're really this is their real life. Like there is no bullshit. And I'm, a, I'm excited because it's, it's uh it's a really unique group of people. And, and I think you guys are very blessed to, you know, be able to do what you do for, for nine years. And uh, I'm excited. So on that note, I think we need to quit break and come right back. Have you done your mother's day shopping yet? Friendly reminder, use Rakuten. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while you shop. And this week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cashback event of the entire year. You get 15% cashback at hundreds of stores. I'm talking Adidas, Splendid, Ray-Ban, Elf Cosmetics, Dermastore, Lego, Stanley, and even Dyson. New Dyson vacuum for me and the new house. Yes, I am treating myself and enjoying some serious cashback. I love seeing those Rakuten cashback deposits in my PayPal account. Rakuten will also send you a check if you don't have PayPal. So join the 15 million members, including me, who are already saving with Rakuten. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You will not see higher cashback rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That was a quick break. (laughs) Uh, We're back. We're back. So Randall and I thought it would be fun for this last segment of this episode to have it like a little bit of a story tell. Randall and I were driving yesterday with his two kids, London and Riley, and our baby together, Ocean. And we just like started on this like tangent of like all of these things that have happened in our lives that are like just stories where it's like like oh wow, that's like, yeah that's like kind of a big deal no wonder you're so fucked up <laughs> so but let me Randall, tell your story because you told your story yesterday like it was nothing and i was jaw dropped jaw dropped and lala does not jaw let me just set the record for people that are fans of of lala ken i nothing shocks me anymore because she's taken all the shock wave out of my body like it took about five years and and now whatever lala says i don't get that i'm gonna let lala tell the story because i won't tell it as good but lala told me a story to gar yesterday like it was nothing like we were just when i was a kid i went for ice cream and this happened and she just told it so nonchalant (laughs) and i had to almost pull the car over of 
I was in shock. And she's like, I guess it is kind of crazy, this story. So why don't you just share with your fans the nonchalant story you oh, told I me yesterday. I can't wait to hear this. Okay. And tell My mom's going to kill me. <laughs> she's oh, going to kill me. Oh, yes. So the thing about Lisa, that's my mom, is she's fucking fabulous, all right? She little is. clueless. little clueless. But that's okay. <laughs> so... Now that I have a baby, like everything triggers me. I'm like, if that, if I do that, that could happen to her. That could happen to her. And the chances of those things happening, very, very low, but they could happen. So I'm telling Randall, Easton must've been, I think he was like 11, maybe 12. He was young. Okay. Young kid. And we were going to a family dinner downtown Salt Lake and we pull Wait, up at a restaurant. Yes. Okay. P.F. Chang's. P.F. Chang's. <laughs> And the thing about P.F. Chang's is the valet has to drive like a few blocks to a tower to park the car, right? Okay. So my mom's driving. We all get out. Lisa deals with the valet. We're inside. We're seated, whatever. She walks in. Hold on, but just take it back a second. So you pull up the valet. Yep. They get out of the car. The family. We get out of the, the car. The whole family. The together. whole family. And you get out of the car and all of you walk out the car to the restaurant, get into the restaurant. Lisa deals with valet. Okay. Comes into the restaurant. Comes into the restaurant. And she like sits down. Are you seated? Are you at the table? Oh, we're now? seated, honey. We got appetizers, drinks. <laughs> and she sits down to partake in the yumminess and then decides to go, Where's Easton? We were like, well, Easton was asleep in the back of the car with you. I want you to take a moment, everybody who's listening to this, and hear what is being said. You're, they're in the restaurant. They've walked from the valet. They are order appetizers and have cocktails, and they are missing a child. My mother. <laughs> no, fucking valeted the car. No, she valeted your brother. <laughs> yeah. With Easton in the very back seat, dead asleep. Okay, he's parked like probably a mile or two away. <laughs> you know? If you break down the valet tower and stretch it, few miles is where Easton is away. Okay? She runs out and she's like, I valeted my kid. <laughs> she valeted your brother. Right. So they put her in the back of a car. They drive her up to the fucking valley tower. <laughs> and there's Easton, dead asleep still, in the parking tower, in the fucking car. Oh, my, I, honestly, I, yes. I, was in, I was dying yesterday. I could not believe this is a real story. Oh. And Lala told it like it was just. Well, I figure 11 or 12, kids nowadays are like at the mall twerking at that age, right? Yeah, I'll, listen. <laughs> I can't comment back on that. The, back then, though, 11 or 12 was, like, young. Like, we were skipping yes. to school still, didn't have a cell phone, <laughs> like, riding bikes. I love your mom so much. Oh, my gosh. That's she's so hilarious. She's, like, she's better as an... She's, like, she's the best mom in the world. Yeah. Like, she's my best friend in Easton's. But these stories, I'm, like, <laughs> this is questionable. Questionable. I don't know about that. Questionable. <laughs> Listen. She also, oh and she actually got DMs when I posted this on Tupac's birthday. So two, the Tupac CD was the first CD that my mom ever bought for me because I wanted it. Mm -hmm. It said explicit content on there. I don't think she knew what that meant or she just didn't see it. <laughs> what do you mean she doesn't know what that means? <laughs> and we're on a road trip and we stop at McDonald's and I had been listening to this Tupac CD in my blue Walkman the entire way. Mm -hmm. And I'm, we're in the line and I'm like looking at my mom. Keep in mind, I'm like seven. Okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> And I say to her, the CD you bought me says a lot of bad words. And I just remember her looking down and being like, just ignore the bad words. What do you want to eat? <laughs> I was like, there's kind of a lot of them. It's going to be hard to ignore. <laughs> I love her, though. That's, she's, she's an icon. She is an icon. That's hilarious. But she got all these DMs that were like, you're such a shitty mom. And she, she calls me. She's like, all these people are talking to me that I'm a bad mom. I wonder why. I was listen, like, listen, it has to do I, with the post I did. Listen, <laughs> I love Lisa. I just want everybody to know she's like, she is your best friend. And, and she's in our Randall, is that necessary? As far as a popsicle. <laughs> I'm eating a popsicle. So, hold on. Hold on. So, your mom is amazing. She's a great mother. She's with you all the time. Um, I don't know if she's going to think this was the best story to tell, but it was fucking great. You want to know great. what's great? It was great. Can I tell you what's great? <laughs> so though. 
my mom has not read my book, doesn't listen to my podcast, and has never seen an episode of Vanderpump Rules. Still to this day, do, do you remember the last movie I did, Randall, with you and Jesse Metcalf? Uh-huh. The other day, she's in town, right? And I'm talking about it, and she goes, oh, I still need to watch that. I'm like, I filmed that a year ago, <laughs> maybe more. Like two years ago. You still haven't seen it? What are you talking about? Listen, I've had like three come out since I'm, then. I'm definitely telling your mother you told this story because it's just too good. She's incredible. I, she's incredible. I, you know, yesterday was a really fun day because I, my my oldest child, yes, all of a sudden woke up and told me she's like a surfer. And I was like, please, London, like, what do you mean? And then she shows me videos of her like shredding waves. And I was like, this is not real. Like, because my seven-year-old is like more the active and my 11-year-old is more the artist, singer, you know, um, uh, you know, actor. They're just very, you know, very different kids, but, but similar. So anyway, Lala, I say to Lala, I'm going to hire the surf coach. I'm going to take her out to the, to the beach and, and I want to check this out. Lala's like, let's go. We're going to make it a whole group effort. We're going out there. So we drive like an hour. It's a, it's a trek to this beach where there's like beginning and sort of surf spot. And then my 11-year-old turns to me when we get to the beach and she's like, dad, you're going to go with me. And I was like, yo, 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 I'm 50. <laughs> you looked hot. Okay. But I'm 50. And I I'm, know, but you're a hot 50. I mean, but I float more than I surf. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not like these dudes out there are shredded. Okay. I'm like, I'm the buoy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you come over to me if you're drowning. Okay. So you got to look cool in front of your kids. So, of course, I'm a, she knows I can water ski. I'm big in the water stuff behind boats. But surfing means you have to propel yourself up on a board, meaning I have to bring my weight above the water. Very, not easy. So I, I'm not happy about any of this. But, of course, I look at her. And, and by the way, I grew up in Florida where the water is 83 degrees. Here it's like 60. Yeah, cold. And yeah, Pacific Ocean, sharks. sharks. Great whites love that shit. I'm just, <laughs> especially buoys. It's like a lot of meat. A lot Full of, seal. Oh. Or, or, or. <laughs> you know. All right, I got the point, Lola. <laughs> so we're out there, and Lala's like, yeah, go get him. And so I put the wetsuit on, and the guy gives us a little class on the board. And, um, you know, he's like, you just, and my favorite part is like, you're laying on the board and, on the sand, and he goes, and then I'm, when I count to three, you're just going to pop up. Do I look like a guy that pops up? I mean, I can roll up like a roll up, but I'm not a pop up. What the fuck are you talking about? I can barely get out of bed. Pop up. So anyway, he so he he, he tells me, oh, don't worry, you can get on your knees first and then rise. I'm like, okay, that sounds more my speed. So so we get our boards. They're like ten feet tall because they're like these long boards. Okay, my arms already hurting carrying the shit from the sand to the ocean. I'm already pissed. And Lala's over there having a beach day and friggin' Riley's like just living her best life and whatever. So we get out to the water and I'm just there to support, you know, London. And we get out there and the first wave London gets, she pops up and she surfs it all the way to the beach. I'm like, oh my God, that was so cool. And then she surfs like six or seven after that. And I think they're never going to, I'm just laying on the board, like sun tanning. And, <laughs> and then, you know, and then, you know, good looking, you know, young kid, whatever his name was. Good-looking young kids, like, all right, your time turn pops, you know, whatever. He, he didn't call it pops, but that's what he meant. Like he's like, <laughs> he's like, all right, Bowie, let's get up on the board. So I was like, all right, Bowie's turn, and um, and I'm pissed because now I like my kid knows I can water ski like a rock star because I did it as other kid. But like, you want to look co- cool in front of your kid, so I'm just like, this is not where I want to be right now in this moment. So so I'm laying on the board. He's like, don't worry, I'm gonna push you into the wave. I'm gonna push you right into the wave. And I was like, great. And I see this wave coming and it looks big. It's, it's way bigger than what I anticipated. I actually told him, can you give me a little baby wave? And it's not as a good one for you. Meaning I needed the bigger wave because of my weight. That's right. what he meant to say. He didn't want to say it to me. And I, I looked at him and I could tell in his eyes, it's like, you're the, you're, you're. And he was like, oh, you're going to need it. Yeah. He's like, he's like, he's like, you're a little bigger. You can't get the little baby wave because you're not going to go anywhere. Anyway, wave comes. And believe it or not, I got up on my knees and I was shredding on my knees. Okay? <laughs> now, the people that get up on surfboards in this area, they were getting up the minute the wave came. I took a little longer. Mine okay. was, I was like in a meeting on my knees for a few minutes. And then, but, but, but then I took the gamble and I stood up. And Lala, how did I look? I, I caught waves yesterday. I missed it. 
I, what? I missed you, all of them. No. Oh my god! Sorry. You lie. You lie when he asks. He said you looked amazing. Yeah. Oh, we do. And by the way, did you see me catch the waves? I did. And were you impressed? You looked amazing. I, I'm just gonna say something. <laughs> this is the moral of the story. I'm 50 years old. I am definitely not a surf body by any means. But you know what? You're never too old to start. And I, I had the best time yesterday. I swear, I swear to you, I had the yesterday best time. Yesterday was awesome. But Aww. I had the best time because I, I was in the water with my kids doing an activity that I thought I would never that do. That was not texting or FaceTiming their friends. Mm-hmm. Usually it, Randall sits in the room while they text and FaceTime. Mm. Right. And the, thing, and the thing is, I was so impressed that I, that I pushed myself to do something that I never thought I could do. I was impressed by all of you yesterday. And by the way, and here's the best part of it all, the highlight, the icing on the cake. Riley, who, who did, never wanted to serve. Zero interest. Zero interest. Said, Dad, can I put my wetsuit on and come out with you? I put her on the board. We got her out. I, I, I surfed with her on the same board. I popped up. She yeah, popped it was up, really cute. And we surfed together. And I now she loves that. it. And now she loves she it. Does? They both love it. So we're going to go do it for like a week now. Like They're like really into it. And I'm going to try it's to lose a few It's something that parents these days have to do. Like not surfing, but right. just a camp. Because mm-hmm. there's so much technology that it's almost annoying. It's mm-hmm. like, why do these children have cell phones? Why does this seven-year-old know how to Zoom better than I do? Well, because of the pandemic. <laughs> Never mind. They should know how to Zoom better than I do. But I love that you guys did that yesterday. And now London wants to do surf camp every yeah, year. Yeah. And by the way, my kids, that's, that's a big thing about if you have kids. You know, I went to sleepaway camp my whole life as a child. I loved it. And I, I and, and I, my kids go to the same one that I went to, Camp Highlander. And they just came back from a month. And they both were in tears when I picked them up. They want to stay another two weeks. So uh, camp is, in my opinion, a magical thing. And it allows kids to really just be kids with other kids. And it's just really cool. And you take all the electronics out of it and just be you know creative and, and active. And yeah. So, you know, especially in Los Angeles where, you know, it's just a, you know, it's a, a different, different, it's a different, different zone. thing. And, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, I love that they go to the Blue Ridge Mountains in North Carolina, just like I did same camp and, and they, they love it. And I loved it. And even when I go there, I'm like, can I teach an activity here? Can I stay? Can I have a job? <laughs> no, so, Randall loved, I asked, loves camp I asked so a, much that during the pandemic, he mm-hmm. rented the camp out for just our family and made us do activities, <laughs> which was amazing. Yeah, I loved amazing, it. Actually, yeah. I loved it so much, mostly because... That's where I found out that I was pregnant oh. with O. I know. I know. It's so and, cute. And that, and then Ocean one day when she's old enough. We're we'll not go. talking about it. I can't even go there. Yeah. Oh. Well, by the way, La, the last thing I'm going to finish that I love about law that people don't realize how in love, you know, I mean, every mother I have to assume is in love with their child. So I give all mothers that. But Lala's so in love with Ocean every second, every minute of the day that if you mention anything about the future, anything. No, it's a full either full meltdown in tears, or you get shut down. Like I just get shut down just now. <laughs> well, so we're only allowed to talk about what she's doing right now, well, which is rolling over on her. Uh, uh, I can't even talk about it. It's already over. I can't even deal. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, and I don't know if anybody else had this if they ever lost a parent. But when I lost my dad, I realized, oh my god, there there was this one moment back in the day that we were Rand got us a limo. And it was me, my mom, Easton, and my dad. And we're driving up to Park City. And who even gets a limo anymore, right? Mm-hmm. This thing <laughs> literally starts steaming. We're broken down on the side of the road. And me, I'm very high strung. So when things don't, when the wind blows in the wrong direction, I'm thrown off by it. And it takes me a while to, to mm-hmm. try and process it. In this moment, it was so weird because I looked at like my dad and my mom. And I was like, this moment is never going to come back. You need to remember it. And it was literally, I think, maybe a year or two later that we lost my dad. And I still look back and think, I'm so glad that in that moment I was like, cherish this. Yeah. It's never going to come back. And I still think back on that and go, oh my gosh. Like, you took it you, in. You actively told yourself, and I remember that so vividly. It's like it's a so, foreshadowing. Yes. Mm-hmm. So now... Since my dad's passed away, and once that happened, I get very funny with time. Little tiny things, yeah. like Ocean grabbing my finger. It's like... When when will her hands be to, where she's grabbing your hand and not your finger? Right. Like, I look at pictures of her when she was t- 
teeny tiny, like her her head in the palm of my hand, and now she's like <laughs> a baby. So I'm very triggered yeah. when I think of things like that. And but that I, makes sense. But that makes sense because you had obviously traumatic loss mm-hmm. at a very young age, and, right. and it's not normal for you know children to lose their parent mm-hmm. at, at uh, 27. So that that's you know unfathomable, and so that makes sense. Right. I guess you know now I understand more like. You're holding on to precious moments because you you realize more than most people that you know they come and go. It's not coming back. Right, right. You can't get you. So you yeah. want to take it all. And and I will say you were reading from your journal to me last night, and you read something that I was like, oh my god, really? Time is moving, even though it feels slow some days. Right. It's it's moving so fast, and you can't stop it. Well, like, I read, you can never uh, stop time. I started a journal for Ocean when I was 28 weeks pregnant, and I looked back onto that time. And Randall had told me because I was very hormonally depressed, and he said you should start journaling for Ocean so that one day she can read back and know what she, you were doing when you were pregnant with her. Mm-hmm. I'm like, here I am at this journal entry, and she's four and a half months. And I feel like I just wrote this at 28 weeks talking about like what I did that day. We yeah. were still right in the pandemic. We couldn't go to restaurants. I'm like, that feels like years ago. And this it was, was yesterday. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. yesterday and it's gone. I mean, we could, I mean, there was nowhere to go in and, and California where it's like a lot of places open up, as you know, Florida and Texas and Georgia, a lot of places opened up. California was the last. So like we really were on lockdown. So it mm-hmm. feels like a long time ago, but it was yesterday. I mean, it was just minutes ago. Are I you know. thankful for that time, though? Like, you got... Because yeah. you you had Ocean, and then, I mean, you couldn't really... Stop. Do any... Well, how short after you had Ocean was it when Vanderpump Rules started? Because didn't you get some extended time to just, like, be with your baby? Yeah. And, no, I got two months. Well, two oh. months, okay. Eight I weeks. was really... No, I was... Very lucky and fortunate. Sheena Sheena's only got the real champion. Sheena two got weeks. two weeks. Oh wow! And Sheena's baby couldn't film because you have to be, I think, six weeks or fifteen days. You have to be fifteen oh, days. Go. So she wasn't. Her baby wasn't even two weeks old when we went back to filming. Oh wow! So she's a real champion. But her baby here. did film. Her baby filmed after on. she hit the fifteen yeah. day yeah, yeah, mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I can't even imagine. At least I got two months to, like, literally do nothing but stare at Ocean. Yeah. That's yeah. Fun. Well, I think this has been a fun episode. And we've introduced Jessica. It's nice to meet you guys. Yes. You all <laughs> Can I Jessica. tell you something? <laughs> Jessica is the best thing that's happened to me since Randall and Ocean. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, for real. Wow. I'm, wow. Like, what even is an email? I don't know. Jessica checks them now. <laughs> by the what way. What even is a calendar? By the way. I don't know. By Jessica the way, before, fucking deals with it. It's awesome. I got you. Before we go off the air, can you just tell people when I suggested an assistant very kindly, even after we had hired Jessica before she had started, how you wanted to let go of Jessica? Three days <laughs> it had in a row. nothing to do with you. No, no, no. It's to do with My you. biggest thing was like, is she going to be bored working for me? Uh, yeah. Like, do I have enough going on for me to have an assistant? I literally was going to text you how the many night phone before calls? you started. Are you I kidding? No, she was going to say that she knew. But well, I saved you, Jessica. So let me tell you something. I yeah, told well, you saved me. It had nothing to do with you, no, Jess. No, but it's a great story because I said to Lala that night, I said, Lala, listen to me. You've called me now four times. Mm-hmm. I am telling you that you don't have a choice. You are too busy. Jessica will show up tomorrow morning. You'll spend two weeks with her. If you don't feel you have a reason for an assistant, then at that point you two ha- can part ways. Yeah. But I am telling you that you need this. And after two days, she called me up and goes, I am never getting rid of this Ever. But she didn't I mean, know. She didn't know because no. she never had an assistant. And and she was so overwhelmed at that yeah. point in her life. She didn't know anything different. Yeah. Now her life, feels, she feels so like organized and happy and, and calm. So oh, good. Really well, happy. I was shocked after the first two days, I think it was. I was like, how? How have you been doing this by yourself? Because me, I was working morning till evening. Emails and yeah. communicating. I was like, what, where was your help? I was shocked. It's unbelievable that you went as long as you did. It really is. Yeah, I know. And now Jessica swooped in and saved my entire life for (laughs) real. Jessica Jessica and Anna, um, our other assistant, are both coming to BravoCon in October. Their first BravoCon or second because there's only been two. I'm telling you, if you're looking to hire an assistant... 
Having a female is the only way to go. No offense, Sean, <laughs> but for real, they get the sh- they get that shit done. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> on that note, on the female empowerment note, <laughs> last reminder: we're going on tour. Get your tickets at GiveThemLive.com. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Give Them La La with Randall, and we will talk to you next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.